Alright, we are back. Now it's time to get the ball rolling. Alright, we are back again today. It has been a while. Uh, I have been away on vacations, uh, making a couple trips up to northern Utah, threw in a Las Vegas trip. Uh, We are here today talking about the camel fighting camels. Uh, We're going to have Coach Nick Grimes the offensive coordinator and the tight ends coach. Uh, it's been a crazy whirlwind type experience. Uh, the last couple of weeks, I, I actually started a new job as well uh, as I do this podcasting kind of as a, as a hobby and, and hopefully uh, use it for future employment. But uh, right now, just kind of making uh, my own podcast and doing that when I have time. And quite frankly, I have not had time. So, it is good to be back. It's good to be talking once again, uh, college football with you guys. Uh, getting the ball rolling. We're going to start off, uh, the Campbell fighting camels. Now, I have said that I will do this and I'm going, and I'm going to stay true to this as we get closer, uh, less than 50 days away to college football. But honestly, uh, again, mascots, such a big thing for me. Colors, such a big thing for me. Um, and so as I sit here and uh, as I'm going through some of them, uh, I remember I was like, ah, oh, well, might as well reach out to Cam- Campbell. Now, the Fighting Camels might be one of the coolest mascots. Now, some of you guys may not think so. I think it's awesome. I love unique uh, mascots, and the Camels is certainly one of them, e- even down to the logo. It is just, it's sweet. Um I don't know. It doesn't really have anything to do with North Carolina. I don't think there were any camels in Buse Creek. Uh, so I, I mean, but it's a cool, it's a cool, unique logo that we can talk about talking point. Anyway, so this, this, uh, this team has been in the Big South Conference since 2018. Uh, so. This last year was their was their first year. Uh, they're kind of transitioning into a full scholarship uh, football program, and they did very well this last year. They went six and five. Uh, their head coach is Mike Minter. Uh, he was actually an outstanding player himself. Played for the Carolina Panthers, I believe. He even played in the Super Bowl uh, when they played the Patriots. Uh, so that was with Jake uh, Delholm and and all of that. So really good really good uh coach uh we're gonna have nick grimes he's in his third season uh here at campbell and buse creek so this is uh, a really interesting team i love these teams that are just starting out now i have been able to follow a few teams that are just starting out their football program um namely like utsa a few years ago just started south alabama georgia state uh they now they had been uh f BS, they had made the jump. Um, so this is the FCS kind of starting out. Uh, you know, here, down here in St. George, we have Dixie State. Uh, they were a college. I guess they're making the jump full uh, to, to FCS to be an independent in a few years. So really kind of cool to follow these programs as, as, as they move up into – move up into full uh, athletic programs to see them go from SCF to FBS or from D2 to FCS. Really fun to follow these teams. Uh, Now, this team, uh, this Camel team, I think that they got a lot of stuff going for them right uh, this upcoming season. And 
I think that this team, uh, the Big South is kind of an interesting conference. It's been dominated largely by Kennesaw State, also another cool mascot. But uh, I think that if I, uh, again, I think that you got to look, you know, okay, well, he, they've won it, you know, last two years, preseason, top 25, everybody's talking about it. Well, now it's time to see, okay, now who's going to get them? And for my pick this year in the Big South, it will be Campbell. I think that this team has improved, and I think they'll continue to improve. Um, anyway, so really excited to see how this uh, kind of the transition. They're actually a really fun team to follow on social media. They do a lot of uh, cool little things. So we're going to have uh, offensive coordinator Nick Grimes. Uh, after the ad break, we'll have him come on. I'll kind of give you my thoughts. We're going to go through the, the the season, where I see everything coming out, and how it will be playing. Again, great to be back here in the studio uh, after a little bit of uh, vacation. And what better way to start off with Camel Fighting Camels? Coach Nick Grimes on after the break. It's a Utah. Okay, sorry, you were at Cincinnati. That is right. I was reading through a bunch of bios. So you're at no you were at Cincinnati University under Coach Tupperville. How uh, was that? Loved it. Loved it. You know, I I got there. Um, I guess I was there for three years. I was a high school coach in Texas for a while before I took a GA job there. Uh, got there, took a GA job as tight end special teams. After about six months, um, Coach Tuberville gave me the tight ends. Um, so I was a tight ends coach for a year as a GA, and then I got hired full-time for a year. So I love my time there. I got to spend, um, you know, like I said, three years, two of them. My first two years was with Eddie Grant, who's now at Kentucky. And then my last year was with, was with Zach Taylor, who's now the head coach of the Bengals. So I had two different offensive coordinators in my time there. Um, you know, we did some really good things on offense. Loved working with Tuberville. Great group of guys. Cincinnati's a great place. You know, it's it's a, it's a good place. I enjoyed my time there. Awesome. So switching to Campbell University, I got a. You guys have averaged a sellout crowd. What is what is the atmosphere around Saturdays uh, at at the university? You know, it really it surprised me when I first got here. You know, you come into Boys Creek, there's not much about it. You know, we're we're close to Raleigh, but as far as the the town itself goes, I mean, that's pretty much the university. And you know, our our stadium isn't huge, but like you said, we, we sell it out. Um, there's a there was a Twitter group, uh, I can't remember, stadiums. They, they went around and and ranked the the top FCS game day atmospheres last year we came in number three in the country so you know that speaks for itself right there you know great great tailgating um great fans you know this is this is a good place awesome so going into spring camp you guys obviously had some goals and uh do you feel what were some of those goals you guys were working on in spring camp and do you guys feel like you accomplished them yeah so you know going to spring camp we wanted to we wanted to get our base offense in um, you know, we kept we kept a lot of the same terminology that the, the previous guy, Coach Marsh, who did a phenomenal job. He was, I was with him for two years, and he left um, back in December. I got this job in January as the as the OC. So we wanted to get our we wanted to get our base stuff in, um, and really just really coach technique and and really hammer communication. We want to over communicate, have the kids just just talking and, and know where we want to go, and we want to play fast and and change the tempo up on people so you know we we had some goals of, of run the ball um you know our, our defense coordinator does a really good job of, of trying to stop the run so you know we're running against some tough looks um but you know the 
the main goal out of it was, you know, it was just communication and, and getting everybody lined up and getting, letting everybody know what to do. Awesome. And what did you feel from the quarterback play? Da- Daniel Smith is the quarterback. Is that correct? Well, he, he actually left. He entered the portal oh, okay. um, right when he graduated. So back in May, he entered the portal. Okay. So who do you, do you guys do you guys find a replacement for him? Were you able to name one? Yeah, we, we didn't really name one yet. In fact, going into fall camp, we'll have a, a good competition um, between between the, the three guys that were already here, uh, Jesse, Brock, and Dylan. And then we also have a, uh, a transfer quarterback that came in from Army's prep school named Haj, Haj Malik. That he's, he's, he's a good player for us too. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how he uh, grasps things and, you know, we'll let those guys compete and, and see who's going to win the job in fall camp. Awesome. Uh and finally, well, what what are some of the players? As I'm I'm looking through your roster, kind of going over some of these things. What are who are some of the players that will be impactful that I can be looking for in this upcoming season? Well, we got our, our returning All American Caleb Sneed. You know, he's he's a baller. Um, he he does everything right. You know, he attacks everything in the weight room, classroom, on the field, off the field. So he's one to look at. We got a, a transfer wide receiver that we had to uh, sit down last year because he was a transfer, um, Cedric Frazier. So he he's going to be a guy that's going to that's going to be coming around for us. And then you know, we've got we've got quite a few running backs that you know that I feel that are going to be able to to impact the game. Um, you know, a guy that's coming back is Bryant Barr. Uh, you know, a young a young guy named Cameron Davis. It's, it's going to be good. And we got two, two, uh, one JUCO and one one um, grad transfer. So you know, we're really deep at that position. Uh, Coach Summers does a phenomenal job with those guys, and you know, coach them up. And you know, our, our running back play should should really rise this year. Awesome. So, final question: uh, What are your expectations for the 2019 season? The season, man, is, is when you know everything that we do. We talk about we want to attack everything, and you know, when you're attacking, you're winning. So you know, our my expectations are very high. Um, you know, this is going to be the this is the the toughest schedule that that Campbell University has ever played. You know, we've got some, some really some tough preseason opponents of what, with Troy and, and Mercer and Davidson, and then you know our, our conference being the second year back in this conference. Um, you know, it's a, it's a really it's a really good league. Um, you know, the, the two dogs are, are Monmouth and Kennesaw. Um, you know, they're they're good, both good teams well-ran programs and you know the big south also added uh, hampton and, and north alabama too which are you know also good teams good programs with with guys coming in that are going to be doing things right so you know we've got high expectations for this year um you know we, should, we, we need to win we're gonna come in here and attack every day and, and go into every game ready to compete awesome well that's all i have for you today coach i'll be cheering for you down here in in beautiful southern utah we'll be cheering for campbell and looking for your guys's name uh throughout the season great great i appreciate you you know one of my one of my best buddies is uh is at utah he's the offensive line a guy by the name of brock bander um he speaks really highly of those guys so i hope they win this year too so go Utes. awesome well i will uh i'll let you know when the podcast is out and i'll make sure to give you a shout out on my social media all right, that was Coach Nick Grimes. I'm very happy. A uh, special shout-out to him for him coming on the show, being able to talk to me. Uh, really interesting. I was actually really excited to talk to him um, because, number one, he was uh, at Cincinnati with uh, Tommy Tupperville, and he actually is one of my uh, favorite college coaches of all time. 
when he was at Auburn. I followed him when he was at Cincinnati. Uh, he's kind of been somebody that I've always looked at. Uh, I've seen a lot of success with him. And growing up, I've always heard, you know, Tommy Tupperfield, Tommy Tupperfield. So it was good to hear a little bit about that. Uh, a couple of points that I want to bring up that I really liked. Number one. I really liked when he said that he wants people to over-communicate. Now, when you're in a job, uh, when you're in sports with your wife or husband, uh, family, mom and dad, whatever, in life, communication always seems when you have misunderstandings is for a lack of communication. Uh, I didn't look up statistics, but you know, you hear it all the time. You know, couples break up, uh, families are, are, are split apart due to the lack of communication, right? It all comes back to communication. A lot of times, you know, it's, it's, you, well, I thought you said this and then you really meant this. And it was a big, just a big misunderstanding. Uh, and so when, when you have a coach saying, I want our players to over-communicate, what, what, that, that is one of the best things I have heard on this podcast series, and we're going to talk life in general. Uh, you're never going to get in trouble for being over-communicationary, whatever you want to say. You're never going to get in trouble to over-communicate, right? You, you might probably bother some people like, good heavens, you've already told me that, but Sometimes people, we as human beings, we need those reminders. We need, even though we know we are going to wake up, it is good to set it in on our phones that we're going to wake up. Have that constant alarm. We're going to wake up. Put a reminder. I might remember to take out the trash every Monday, but it is good to have a reminder on my phone Sunday night. Hey, don't forget to take out the trash, right? It is good. Over-communicate. It is over-communication is key, I think. And in, especially in football, when you hit the spread as, as a defense, or the offense comes out. Hey, look, this guy, look at this guy. We saw this in film. He's going to be blitzing. Watch the blitz. Pick it up. The quarterback's calling different audibles. Your, you know, secondary is looking. Uh, reverses, you know, backdoor passes, bubble screens, everything. You're over-communicating. And then that way you're not going to have, you're not going to feel like, hey, dude, you know, why didn't you do your job? I, I told you this, right? No, it's going to come down to, oh, overall, it's accountability thing. Well, I told him to do it. He didn't do it. I told him four or five times before the play. And we talked about it in, 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 in watching film on, on Sunday, whenever you watch film or Monday morning, whenever it is. Well, we talked about this is what we need to do better. This is how we can get better. Really kind of an interesting concept. Really like that. And then finally, I liked what uh, Coach Grimes said was that the expectation is to win. Uh, a lot of people, uh, as I've talked, I've talked to members of the media, I've talked to uh, people at universities and on the show, off the show, uh, always communicating with people. And that was honestly, I can think of maybe one other school that said that they wanted to win. Uh, and that's no dog on them. I mean, obviously, you, you know, people are going to talk, oh, we want to play at a fast pace. Oh, we want to do this. We want to do that. But overall, the goal is to win, right? That's, that's what we're here for. Overall, it is to win conference championships. It is to get to the playoffs in FCS, bowl games in FBS. And it is to improve the college athlete, blah, 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 as we, as you go on listing the goals. But the overall goal is to win. I can't remember a team. I mean, I guess in the NBA, you run into it. And, and in baseball, when teams, you know, tank, essentially give up. But, but football wise, and we're talking NFL, college 
college football, I don't know very many teams that are going to run out of the field like, let's do our worst. You know, there is no pump-up speech that says that. So it is important to keep winning at the main focus. And I think you see that here in Campbell. I, I, I honestly do. Uh, this next season, it is going to be tough. Uh, they play a winning percentage. If you combine all the all the winning percentages from this previous year, uh, it was just fifty seven percent, which is which is on the higher end. Uh, there's been a few schools that have been around that, but that is on the higher end. Uh, you're going to take on Troy right out of the gate. Uh, they are the Troy Trojans. They play FBS. That will be tough. Uh, you play Shaw. I believe Shaw is Division Two. I didn't recognize a lot of the uh, the names and stuff, but uh, a win there. You're playing Davidson, which is, uh, I think, really comparable. I think Davidson and Mercer are two really close teams to Campbell. So you get a couple wins, right, there. You might be going in playing Presbyterian. You, you might even be going in to play Hampton as only a one-loss team on, on this on the squad, uh, essentially. So you have one loss, and you're one, two, three, you're four and one going into to conference play. So you're going to play Hampton at home. Luckily, Hampton uh, now plays in the Big South. It was a uh, a crossover. They they played. I believe they were independent beforehand. So you don't. You've never played them. You have film on them, but is it going to be the same? You have Gardner Webb, who was towards the bottom of of the. Big South last year. And then you have North Alabama. Again, same kind of thing as Hampton where they didn't have uh, – they were an independent and have a conference this last year. Big South is now their conference. And then you're going to play home against Kennesaw State. So you have a couple of question marks. And you know what? We'll, we'll say a win for the sake of everything, a win against Gardner-Webb. And you – so you're going into it. You're like, okay, our two big games of the season, Kennesaw State and Monmouth, we get both of them at home. Oh, my goodness, Campbell. This is the year to make a statement. I love it. The the, the way that everything rolls out. Now, Hampton and North Alabama, it could swing one way or the other. You know, likewise, you don't know much about them. They don't know much about you, right? So so it, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You don't really know until you play them a couple of years until, okay, this coach is going to do this set, and we need to get this guy. Okay, this is where it's coming. Kind of get used to playing against them. That's kind of, you know, the point of having a conference because you're going to be recruiting guys. You're going to feel as though your talent is. So, honestly, I think that this is going to be essentially uh, – extremely extremely good schedule despite it being tough and, and Monmouth and, and Kennesaw State you know you both get them at home and I talked a little bit about about, about Buse Creek them being sellout crowds it is incredible uh, as a community when a community gets behind a team like that it's going to help that home field advantage is a real thing and and you get Shaw home Davidson home Presbyterian home Hampton home uh, Kennesaw State home Monmouth home so you're going to be you're going to be doing well and uh, really excited to see kind of how the season rolls out uh, and how the Big South rolls out. Obviously, again, Kennesaw State won it last year. I, I saw a preseason poll them at five. I think that's a little high in my books. But, you know, you're going to be playing a, a really good team. And what better way to, to make a mark in the Big South, uh, that we're legit, that we're Campbell, we're here to stay, than playing against uh, Kennesaw State and beating them. And even at home, that's going to be crucial towards the end of the season. People are going to be talking about you. Uh, and yeah, you know, overall, the goal is to win the conference and to go on and play in the FCS playoffs. So there are a couple of things that I really liked uh, from Coach Grimes that, that he said. And, and overall, it's a reflection of the coaching staff. It's a reflection of the culture of the, the, culture of the, the that organization. 
and it's going to be a force, right? Uh, and that is, that is the Campbell 2019 football preview. So this is the kind of going forward. We're going to be wrapping up as we are ending summer vacations. Coaches really start to get busy right now as we enter fall camps, uh, getting ready for the upcoming season. Uh, me personally, I'll still reach out. We'll see, get a couple stragglers and, and people that I've talked to. But overall, I don't know how many more uh, coach in, coaches interview type series we're going to be doing as we transition probably more into uh, the the previews. We'll be doing a Pac-12 preview as uh, previously talked about on the show. And then we will be doing... Uh, media day reports. I like to follow. I'll be following the, a lot of the ones in which I've done. So we'll be following to start out uh, in the FCS. We'll be following the Big Sky a lot, uh, Missouri Valley, Ohio Valley, and the Big South, and obviously the CAA. A lot of CAA schools there. So we'll be covering the media days. We'll be talking about the polls. I'll probably do one media day type thing. I'll release my rankings where I think that will happen as the season rolls out. Uh, at the media days, obviously, uh, right now the Big Sky is getting ready to kick theirs off uh, on Root Sports. So uh, I'll be watching that, listening to a lot of interviews, uh, uh, the, and the players that 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 are that participate, and the coaches that participate in that up in Spokane. And as the Big South rolls around, as the CAA rolls around, as everybody kind of gets going, we'll be doing that uh, along with the Pac-12 interviews. Uh, I wish I could cover everything and talk about everything. I really wish I could. But there's so much to talk about in college football. And I not only want to cover the FBS, but cover the FCS. So we're going to be switching up a, a few things as we get ready to go forward as we enter July. I cannot believe we're almost, we're in the middle of July. We're almost done with July. Good heavens. School is starting soon. Uh, which means also uh, for me I'm running on the cross country team so that's going to be crazy Uh, again we'll be going through kind of as as setting up for the season uh, as we're wrapping up the coaches interviews Uh, we will be talking we'll probably do uh, uh, overall kind of we'll do a top 25 FBS podcast we'll do uh, the teams which we follow and I'll write them down you you and I uh, you know, this Campbell team, uh, Murray State. We'll talk a little bit about that, uh, where we saw it, what happened. Uh, those will be a little bit longer. And then we'll be talking about uh, impact games as we go forward. And then I will be on the field uh, on on a few of those uh, uh, SUU. Uh, hopefully, uh, UNLV. I think I'll be going down to Vegas, that SUU-UNLV game. And then going to... Ogden a couple times to be able to cover you guys. Uh, give hopefully talk to the coaches in which I've talked to. Uh, give a little bit of uh, insider information for you guys before the game. Uh, but anyway, a lot of fun stuff coming to get the ball rolling. Uh, I know that was kind of a big long rant, but I want you guys to know how this is going to roll out. And uh, anyway, so there it is. Uh, tell your family, tell your friends, listen to the podcast, look at us up on social media. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and keep the ball rolling.